You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay, and I am here with... Zeke. Chris. And we have just returned from seeing Godzilla vs. Kong. We went through the COVID fields for awesome movie experience. I was the only one among us who was fully vaccinated. Yeah, you're the safe one. We're the screwed ones. Well, no, you and Kat are half vaccinated. Half vaccinated. Chris is not vaccinated. <laughs> I've been working at kitchen since I was 18 with all the chemicals that I've been exposed to. And all the other things I've You fear no to, COVID. <laughs> I fear no COVID. Yeah, but it's not so much whether... Because I have a pretty healthy immune system myself. <laughs> I'm not afraid of COVID. It's, you know, of getting sick myself. The thing that I worry about is getting other people sick. True. Because, you know, I live in a house with you guys. You, Chris, again, not so worried about... Because, you, you, as you just said, you've worked in a kitchen since you were 18. All the chemicals, etc. I ain't dirt. I'm fine. Except you have, you are diabetic, and thus at mind. risk. Cat has asthma, thus at risk. My immune system is shit. The, also, a uh, good reason there. And of the other people in the house, Sam and the peanut gallery have had a respiratory illness within the last few years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm you know I, we, I can't I can't speak about uh, roommate Brian. But uh, <laughs> the one that never pops out. Yeah, he's he's gonna be fine because he never leaves the house. At any rate, but yeah, we we went and to go see this in the theaters because if you're gonna see two giant monsters fight one another, you want to see it on a big screen. And I will say the most distracting thing about it is if you ever hear a cough in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're sitting there like, was that a person? Was that the movie? What's going on? Because it really started up right after the the attack on the Apex Cybernetics facility at the right beginning at the of the beginning movie. Beginning of the movie, yeah. And then oh, we yeah. start hearing I start hearing some coughing going on, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, is that in the movie or is that in the theater? I think at that point in time we all just took our masks and went, nope. Yep. <laughs> we all pulled our masks back up. Um, but you know we're you know. They, we were sitting in the back row, they were sitting in the front row, so I think we're going to be okay. But, anyway, Godzilla vs. Kong, and you, Zeke, just binged your way through the entire MonsterVerse before this. this. No, not, yeah, I, I did three movies today, I did Skull Island, I did King of Monsters, and now I did uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. And did you see Godzilla 2014? I saw that two days ago. Yeah, so you have just basically binged yes. the whole the whole monster verse before. This is going the to easiest binge you will ever do. Yeah, <laughs> most recently, I, I said this before we went to the movie theaters. We, me and uh, me and Chris have both watched Justice League: The Snyder Cut, and that was. I will be watching harder, that soon. <laughs> that was a lot harder to sit through than three giant monsters fighting each other. You have story depth. I don't need depth. I just need kaiju's. Yeah, it's just like, we don't give a shit about deep story, big monster. That, in fact, it doesn't help that I'm a Pacific Rim fan. Every time I heard that freaking music come up, when the Godzilla or any, um, any giant monster comes up, I'm like, that's the kaiju music. I love it. And why don't we mention this right right now? Uh, you and I both heard, have, well, we've all sort of heard rumors that they are Gonna, they are thinking about trying to bring the two universes together. Oh my god, that ever happens. I oh, oh yeah, oh, I will be marking out like a the, motherfucker. The, here's the question that we have to ask, though. I will be bringing us off track right now. Go ahead. 
first movie, second movie, or the anime? Which one? Which universe would you want to see mixed with that? Because myself, uh, yeah, they kind of feel like three entirely different universes in a way. I would love to have the first movie with Gypsy Danger going against Godzilla mm-hmm. or Kong. I mean, seeing I know. Gypsy Danger do its little like uh, Jaeger salute thing with the ba 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 ba. And I know the well the knowledge is sitting there going, that math does not make sense because the Jaeger is nowhere near as tall as Godzilla. I'm trying. Well, the thing is, I'm I'm actually trying to think of are they taller or as tall as the MonsterVerse monsters? I think that's short of memory so quickly because I someone did a comparison. Well. Because if Godzilla just looks down at one and flicks it with his finger, there's gonna be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> no, not that small. I think we joked about this on the Pacific on the Pacific Rim, the Black uh, binge, where we were talking about the the sun in the antiverse and how that's not a sun, that's Godzilla peering through the other side of the breach. <laughs> that yeah, just sort of like you stay right there. <laughs> that was they're not that small. Considering in fact, you look at the fight they had in I call it Neo Tokyo Neo Tokyo because that's. So many neon bright lights. We're uh, the, uh, you know, you're t- we're talking about the fight in Hong Kong. Yeah, mm. um, they they're pretty decent size. I mean, yeah, there's some skyscrapers that those they're still smashing things that are taller than them. So I want to say the Jaeger might not be as tall, but not too short where he can get flicked. Yeah, I I, w- I would agree with that. They're yeah, not gonna they're not as tall as Godzilla, but they're not like minuscule. Yeah, I think they might be Kong and Skull Island tall. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, now all we got to do is get Mechanic Kong in one of these movies. M- Mecha Godzilla? No, no. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Cy- yeah, Cyber Kong. <laughs> yeah, well, it was... Mechanic Kong. Well, in that, the... in that particular King Kong movie, it was called Mechanic Kong. Okay. Well, spoiler alert, you know, we'll say that right now. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, we'll, uh, from this point forward, there will be much more spoiler discussion, but... Mecha Godzilla is in this is in this one. So okay, if they've done it was, once, they, they'll do it again. Okay, so uh, avoid your children's toy section at Walmart. Yeah, there's <laughs> also that. There's also the fact that it's posted all over the, tra- the tra- trailers. And everybody like the first trailer came out. I was like, wait, hold on, pause. Is that Mecha Godzilla blueprints in the back? Yes. Is that or the, the scene with the dust cloud and you know the people running running away as Mecha Godzilla is going by overhead? In that's in the trailer, mm-hmm. and you can see the red lighting in there. So people were like, Mecha Godzilla. Immediately, I mean, we all knew it was going to happen when we sat down in the theater. Like, eh, it's just, but it was just like it's not about the destination; it's about the journey. Which makes me wonder what is with versus movies and making a third opponent come up. So like, who puts the coin? Name two other examples. Uh, DC's Batman vs. Superman. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Who do they fight in that one? It's just those two fighting each other. Okay. But who, no, I was specifically say, looking oh. for examples where their surprise third opponent. And I'm trying to think. There's a, there's a second. There's a first one. It was DC's Batman vs. Superman. And then there was one more that we watched. Yeah, Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. I don't remember which one it was. I swear it was another one. I wish we thought it was Alien vs. Predator, but it was not yeah. that. Nope. Alien vs. Predator was just... Uh, some some predators versus a temple full of aliens, and a, there's a few humans in there to be cannon fodder. And who, was, who were like, who were like, oh wow, this is a new pyramid. What did we just activate? Don't touch that. Yeah. And then uh, I know that Freddy versus Jason was no third opponent. Nope. But they were talking about making a second one where Mike Myers. Came no, out. no, no, no. There, there were be, always there were a lot of like fan. No, it was supposed to be Ash from Evil Dead. Ash from Evil Dead. 
I've also seen versions where it's like they when they get pulled down into hell, then suddenly they're bound up in chains and Pinhead shows up. That was one of the ideas. But <laughs> it's they like, could... now what seems to be the problem? I, I kind of <laughs> want to throw Spy- Amazing Spider-Man 2 in there, but it's not a versus movie. Yeah, that doesn't... I wouldn't really count Superhero films that. don't count. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's not really too many examples, but... I'll make better ones of Pinjas over if I want to think of the second one. Yeah, probably, as soon as we're done recording. He's going to leave it in the comment section. Yeah. <laughs> do it. You know, if you do remember, then go to the comment section on our on our YouTube video. Maybe also pull it up on CKCC Radio. Um, nice plugs. Yep. Uh, so, I remember when I saw the trailer and they were like, Godzilla's going crazy and attacking people for no reason. I'm just thinking to myself, he's not attacking for no reason. There's going to be a reason. <laughs> Unless you're a person like me at the time who had not seen a single Godzilla movie besides Skull Island, and you're like, oh yeah, he could attack people for no reason. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Until you, you watch and then, the other and one. then you've seen all, when you've seen and all like, three, yes, you're he like, only attacks when provoked. It's like, oh, you bastards. Mm-hmm. Did they bring back the suitcase? The suitcase? Yeah, we remember. Oh, oh, in, oh, uh, uh, Orca. In, it was in the suitcase. It was Orca from King of the Monsters oh. that they were using to make the, uh, the Alpha. Uh, predator or the uh, the alpha sound. The okay, was like a mixture of. Like, oh right, yeah, that thing. I couldn't remember what it was called. But yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's, but and the movie opens with this. Uh, well, at first it opens with just sort of explaining that there's apparently been this long-standing sort of rivalry between the between the species of Godzilla and Kong, going back to antiquity, sort of thing. Um, and then when we fast forward to present day, we get introduced to conspiracy guy. Well, I swear that actor looks so familiar, but I can't think of where. Yeah, same. Um, it's probably you didn't look him up on the drive home. <laughs> uh, wasn't a very long drive. Yeah. Uh, but he's he runs a podcast, you know, the Titan Truth <laughs> Truth Podcast. <laughs> so wanted to open up this cast. This cast. Be, welcome to the, the binge Titan. cast, Titan Cast. Yeah, welcome to Titan Truth. <laughs> but. Um, and he's just basically like they're hiding it, they're hiding stuff from us. What's Monarch and Apex cybernetics really up to? And turns out he he, as he puts it, embedded himself at, at Apex uh, like several years before, working his way up so he could try to get access to stuff so he could find out what they were up to because he doesn't trust nobody, sort of thing. And he finally gets uh, access to a computer, finds out that they're shipping something from their facility in Pensacola to their headquarters in Hong Kong. So many so many of these uh these shady like cybernetic, you know, corporations that are making all these sort of advances and stuff, you know, trying to for the betterment of humanity are up to some shady shit. Cuz we saw that in Pacific Rim Uprising. The best part about this is that I had to my my brain off at that point in time cuz I'm sitting there going Wait, you, you just stole that from What's <laughs> well, that? It's like, okay, so let's let's take the premise of this movie. Out of the other movies, they acknowledge there are monsters out there. Yes, they acknowledge that Kong. They now they they show <clears throat> these secret organizations. They throw them out in the spotlight for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. And now a guy is doing a, a a cast about that one. You're telling me the government didn't just come up there and be like, hey about that? We're gonna watch a cast and then well, we don't shut down. We only, that we only saw like snippets of what he was always what he'd been covering previous to this point yeah it could be that he, everyone just sees him as just some sort of fringe nut job that that's that the stuff he's been spouting it's like a fox Mulder had his own 
podcast, and he was just rambling on about UFOs. All or any of those, uh, any of those. Sorts no, no. He, for podcasts. him, I could see him primarily going for UFOs. The fluke man, hell no. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that there are tons of podcasts like there, like that out there, where people are probably spouting all sorts of weird conspiracy shit themselves, and nobody really takes them seriously because oh, they're just. Well, there's there's also the uh, the dude from Eight Legged Freaks who was doing it out in the middle of the Arizona yeah. desert. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, that's where that's where you'd expect to find the alien the alien abduction. Yeah, but then guys. we find out where this dude works. Yeah. Um, at any rate, and while he's there looking this stuff up, suddenly Godzilla attacks the facility for seemingly no reason. But when conspiracy guy sneaks into some bunker that he sees some scientists rushing towards, a uh, piece of debris blows a hole in the side of the facility. And that's when he sees a giant mechanical eye. And it's making some sounds that sound way too close to Ghidorah's See, <laughs> uh, call for my liking. <laughs> I, I did not think that was an eye. I thought it was a heart. I, I thought it was like a power core. Yeah. I looked at it. I was like, that. it looked way too much like an eye for me. But it was making a sound very, way, uh, very much like Ghidorah's uh, little, like, I am king cry from... Uh, yeah, King um, of the Monsters. And then, you know, we, we sort of catch up on some of the other stuff that's going on. Like Kong, turns out, we see him and it looks like he's just chilling on Skull Island. There's this little native girl there, made, <laughs> made, made a little doll for him and he sort of says hello to her in the it, morning. And so then he just picks up a tree, well, turns it into a spear and hucks it at the sky and it turns out... Oh, he's in the Matrix. <laughs> well, well, no, no. We need. We also need to talk about his morning routine. He wakes up, scratches his ass, yeah, <laughs> takes a shower in a waterfall, and then picks a tree up, rips the roots off, strips the branches off, makes it a spear, makes it into a spear. We don't see what he does exactly. He walks up to over to the girl, like, morning, morning, throw. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just sort of like. Bitch, I know you're keeping me in a cage. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but then we eventually see that he's thrown several of those into mm-hmm. the, uh, the dome. And it turns out this dome is on Skull Island. And the storm the storm that surrounds it has basically gone crazy. And is, uh, and from what, the, what they mention in passing later in the movie, uh, the storm took over the island. I don't, and I'm assuming that that happened when Ghidorah started messing with the ecosystem. In King of the Monsters, but the storm basically killed off all the native people there, except for that little girl. <laughs> yeah, which Kong was just like, and Kong I, protected me, her. Me protect girl. Yeah, and we meet the scientist who's been studying Kong there and has been trying to communicate with him. And she finds out like a third of the way through the movie that Kong has been able to communicate with in sign language basically the whole time. And it's just been like, nah, I, I love how scientists are so smart, but so stupid. Oh yeah. Time. What was that like, line from I robot? You are the dumbest smart person I know. Yeah. It's like, she says, and she's like, Oh yeah, this child has a bond with Kong. That's, that's how they know each other. There's a bond. I was half expecting Kong to suddenly do the like, Apes together, strong. <laughs> oh, he needs to grab a shitload of trees to do that. <laughs> um, he just won't cut in the forever. Yeah, um, but he. Uh, or is it X Force? <laughs> X Force. <laughs> um, 
there's also but Apex is you know after the 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 quote unquote unprovoked attack on their facility uh, declares they're going to find a way to equalize things with Kong. Uh, with their with their technology and everything, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> there's a power source somewhere called in the inner Earth called the Hollow, hollow Earth. Hollow yes. Earth, the Hollow Earth, and they must use Kong because he can guide us there. Yeah, uh, basically the way the theory goes with the Hollow Earth thing is that uh, there is a place inside the Earth, the Hollow Earth, which emits this sort of life energy stuff that sort of, uh, I guess, sort of makes the titans in a, in a sense i'm they just sort of glossed over exactly what its uh, connection was with the titans but we, uh, the apex the apex folks were just sort of like we could use this to power our technology we say we want giant fighting uh, monsters to see that and we want we a giant that, fighting robot but no we see giant fighting monsters but then we gloss over the fact that there's some information that might be critical here but it's okay because it's giant fighting monsters over yeah. here yeah, well, again, you're not going to these movies for an in-depth explanation of how all this shit works. It, you're going there see, to see giant monsters it, punch each other in the it's face. It's like when I went to go see King of the Monsters, one of my uh, co-workers messaged me saying, well, how was the movie? I heard the critics are like slamming it, and then I sent him a uh, uh, meme of... Uh, where it says that you know critics slamming Godzilla, or and, then Kong, and then it's and then it's Hulk and, Hulk and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, or, or, or you know... Critics are slamming because of the lack of human development in the film, and then it said the fans, meanwhile, and it's Hulk saying, "But big monster." monster. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I think I figured out the movie he's from that you may have seen. Joker. Yes, he was also in Hotel Artemis. He's also in Child's Play too. Yeah, he's also okay. the voice of oh, Spider-Man. Hotel Artemis. Yeah, he was like the older, the older brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's also Justin Davidson from Spider-Man. Into Spider-Man. I forgot that you had seen Hotel Artemis. <laughs> Not in the theaters, but I have. Anyway, um, but so, but they go to this fringe scientist played by Alexander Skarsgård, who'd been sort of discredited because all of his efforts to find the Hollow Earth had failed, and his brother died in the process. Yep, Uh, but as he explains, his, his brother had found a way, potential way in there, but there's like a gravity inversion thing that happens. in going into the Hollow Earth that killed him. And uh, and the Apex guys were just sort of like, yeah, about that, we have this hovercraft thing. It'll, you know, it's got it's got special technology that'll, that'll keep was, you safe. I was thinking of that movie, uh, The Core, yeah. where they had the vehicle where it's like the further it went down, like the more pressure that was added to it. The harder the, the armor got. Yeah, the, the stronger it got. So I was like, are they... Are, are, are they ripping off the core here? I mean, they're ripping off a bunch of other movies. <laughs> you know, but I, mean, I don't granted, I don't care. Granted, know. I know the core There are no original ideas in Hollywood anymore. I, so. I mean, I know that the, the core wasn't that great of a movie because, like, you'd probably be sitting there going, Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> really? You, you were a big fan of the core? The core was not a good movie. I enjoyed the hell out of the movie. I'm not saying it wasn't enjoyable, but it was not good. They said there were giant diamonds in the core of the earth. <laughs> And they had to jumpstart the bitch in the process. I'm pretty sure we're thinking about different movies. That, wasn't the movie The Core about the gateway to hell? No. Well, that's Spear. Yes. Uh, come on. And Spear wasn't even a gateway to hell. We don't even know what the hell it was. It was just something weird that they found in the ocean. At any rate. Um, so, uh, but, so, Hollow Earth guy is just sort of like, 
the only way we'd be able to find a, a good uh, an entrance into the into the hollow earth was if we had another titan to guide us so they're like well hey let's go get we got kong um but of course the concern there is if they if kong leaves skull island then godzilla's gonna be like yo bitch the fuck you doing <laughs> imagine they try vice versa this movie if it was Godzilla that was contained on the island and Kong showed up? Or, yeah, Godzilla good luck Godzilla being Godzilla. the guide. Godzilla being the guide. Oh, See, yeah, that would have been interesting, but it wouldn't have worked. Nope. They probably, they probably would have needed, like, Orca Mark II to get his ass in there. Yeah. Uh, but, so they, basically, they trank Godzilla, and God knows how, mu- how much tranquilizers they needed. To- did you say God trank <laughs> Godzilla? Yeah. He did. He did. You mean Kong. I meant, I meant yes! Kong. Yes! I meant I Kong. him! <laughs> My brain sometimes, my mouth sometimes moves faster than my brain, uh, or whatever. You get, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The, it's, it's you, you are no, no, not one to talk, Zeke. No, I know I, I mess up all the time. I was honestly wondering how they were applying it. I was like, are they just like walking up to him with a big ass needle, shoving it into him? Well, I thought they might be putting it through the chains. No, through, the, it was through, through the, the collar. That's what I'm saying. I thought my head like electric. Yeah, but how do you cuff Kong? I don't know how they do it in the old black and white film. Well, see uh, what happens is you get two cranes and you get them to get the cuffs and they not wait for them to sleep and like okay gently cranes are cranes this are not <laughs> cranes are not something that you can put up that quickly no 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 <laughs> or that it. quietly well, no, as, as 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 they're tranquilizing him they're going sun's getting real low big fella <laughs> there you go <laughs> that, that, there you go they got they got de- they got uh, deaf. Uh, native girl to just to, to, to just do this. The sun's getting real low. <laughs> See, what uh, I want to know is, did they teach her ASL? <laughs> I I don't think that was ASL. I think that was something else. But you know, regardless, they gave translations for most of it. Yeah. Um. And so, but they but they trank Kong and they put him on a cargo freighter and to, to ship him from Skull Island, which is somewhere in the, in the central Pacific and ship him to Antarctica. But they get as far as like Australia before Godzilla's just sort of like, yo bitch, the fuck you doing here? Yeah. Cause Godzilla is basically, basically going ape shit, trying to look for this thing that apex is hiding from him. Well, it's not just that. It's they've sort of established that Kong and Godzilla, if you know, if Kong, you know, when they are basic, when the when Kong leaves Skull Island, then Godzilla's just going to be like, all right, you know, there's just sort of like that instinct of two apex of two alpha level uh, titans being like, we must fight to determine who is strongest. Yeah, um, it, it's it's funny because I remember reading about how they said that. Unlike the previous Godzilla versus King Kong film, uh, this was going to show a definitive winner, which we'll get into later. Yeah, well, they they did and they didn't, but yeah, we'll get to that. So, but uh, surprise, surprise, uh, Godzilla f- shows up while and starts fighting, and the only and he he kind of kicks Kong's ass. <laughs> well, first off, you gotta keep mind. Humans are not smart, apparently. There's a giant lizard about to fight a giant monkey on a boat. Let's not release him to fight. Let's have him chained up for the half. Oh, half yeah, but except they, as far as they knew, they still needed Kong to get to the Hollow Earth. And yeah. if and 
because Kong was not going would not bow to Godzilla, the fight would go to the death. Now, yes, we saw later it's not necessarily true, but we as humans didn't know that. I, I'm sorry, I may be the crazy one of the group, but the moment I see I wouldn't say you're the crazy one of the group. The moment I see a giant lizard coming to fight the thing that's on my boat. I am no longer on that boat. I am unchaining that thing and letting it do its thing so that way it doesn't flip the boat. Which is what happened. Yeah, this is true. Um, but, yeah, so the fight, you know, in, on the boats doesn't go very well. Kong gets knocked out. And to keep, Kong, to keep Godzilla from circling around to finish the job, they're like, shut everything down. Make, let's play dead and maybe he'll go away. And it works. <laughs> so they're like, well, what are we going to do now? We're still like a day or so away from... From Antarctica, <laughs> how's Kong? How's Kong feel about heights? <laughs> yeah, and then I was just like, it's it's Operation Monkey Drop. <laughs> Think they had to use a giant pink pill like what they did in Operation Dumbo Drop? He's not supposed to uh, swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to have that job? <laughs> good news. Is this suppository? <laughs> okay. That's not good news for me. Closer. Closer. Stop. Lower. Lower it a little bit more. Okay. Now prepare the piston punch. <laughs> yeah, basically. But they but they drank Kong again, and then they just sort of hoist him up with a bunch of helicopters. Those are some strong fucking helicopters. Yeah. Strong goddamn net. Yeah. And they basically sh- they basically transport him that way the rest of the way to Antarctica at the Hollow Earth Launch Facility. <laughs> it was like, hey. There's an entrance to the Hollow Earth. We would go through Skull Island, but there's a uh, hurricane-level storm traveling through there right now. And always traveling through there, basically. Um, and so Kong wakes up, and he's just like, it's cold. What is this? There's no food here. I'm not happy. We forgot about the side story at this point in time, because the side story is always... Sort of oh, yeah, we forgot about the side story shit. <laughs> So, if you want to t- tackle that one, Zeke? I don't remember her name to save my life, though. Maddie. Maddie, the chick from the second Godzilla movie. The daughter of the It's eleven. Guy. It's 11 from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, there If you that go. helps. She, I've never seen that, that show. Anyway. Um, she is listening to a podcast with the crazy guy. The conspiracy guy, yep. And it's like, I, I believe him. I'm going to go talk to him and do my research to find him. He buys a lot of bleach. He mentions that in the podcast. <laughs> I need to go to every place that gets a lot of bleach. In in the Pensacola area. Yes. And so she enlists the help of the kid from Deadpool 2. Was he Deadpool? Oh, God. That's what Fire Fist? That, I think that was him because I was just like, that's got to be him because like I was hearing his voice. That's got to be him. The worst part about it, I was sitting there thinking the whole entire time, I wish they got the kid from Spider-Man uh, home, Far From Home. The Asian kid? Yes! That awesome. was like, look, just stay in character from home, from uh, far from home, and you'll be good. Ned, yeah. But uh, yeah, they they are trying to find the conspiracy theory guy. Find him after buying a hundred dollars worth of candy, and and then the, it's the the store clerk was suddenly like, no, no, I like what he said. Where he's like, look, is this some stupid challenge again? Because I seriously didn't know those kids were going to eat those Tide Pods. I, yeah, I heard that. that I started. I started laughing, and I'm still dealing with that lawsuit. Uh, no, like time stamping your movies. That was indeed Fire Fist. <laughs> Told you uh, that uh, Julian Dennison. Uh, wondering why why a kid from New Zealand was living in Pensacola, but hey, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, if you can bypass that, you can bypass how fast it took them to get from Pensacola to Hong Kong. Well, they were put on some weird underground maglev 
Which they somehow built in, built in secret, I'm assuming. Hey, if, no, here's companies. the thing. Here's the thing. If Apex is able to secretly construct Mecha Godzilla, and you know, without anybody noticing, I think something like a cross-continental, global maglev transport thing. The is... Mecha Godzilla is more believable than the than the megalev that's crossed. Because how are they putting those pieces in there without people seeing them? At least with Mega Godzilla, you build him in a building and call it a day. Because it was probably built underwater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. I just put more thought into into it than they did when they were writing the goddamn movie. Honestly, they're probably just looking at it like, you know what the hell with it? We got a giant lizard fighting a giant ape. Let's just Nobody's going to question it until, we Zeke, did. until Zeke comes along. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, they track down conspiracy guy and um, and they nickname uh, the fat kid uh, uh, tap, tap water because <laughs> he because uh, conspiracy guy asks Madison, you know, like uh, tap or no tap, and she's like no tap, obviously, because <laughs> and the the excuse there is the fluoride in the water and the, yeah, they're, and so they're brainwashing you with it or whatever. And this is why we drink purified water from a fridge. It's no longer tap. I don't think that's how it works. Oh, what's good. Yeah, we're all we're all brainwashed, but or at least you are, because I, you know, <laughs> I'm drinking bottled. So hey, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, but so they in, they go into the wreckage of the Pensacola facility to find sublevel thirty three, where uh, this uh, shipping is being sent from. And conspiracy guys like I wonder, you know, the thing is huge. How are they? They said, I found a shipping manifest, but we don't have any heavy shipping. How are they going to get it there? And that's when they find, you know, secret maglev transport thing. But which, is an, which brings me to another question that I like, so I like poking loopholes and things. How they go from the first floor to sub-level 33 without being stopped? Because uh, I got the impression that the elevator that they took was, you know, like a fast elevator. But yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have more cameras on. Then again, the facility had just been had just been attacked. Maybe all maybe the security systems weren't working the way they were supposed to. Yeah, well, I'm not I, thinking about security systems. I'm more thinking about the fact that if there's three one if there's one two three two, uh, three one floors in this thing, you tell me no one pushed a button to take the elevator. It's an express elevator. I got that's the impression I got from it. They pressed the button and it just took them all the way from ground level to sub level thirty three. Possibility. I'll go express. Let's not try to overthink it. Again, big monster. Um, Again, this is a world where there are giant monsters that have been living for billions of years. And we didn't notice until like uh, 1970. <laughs> no. Well, until no, the, like the 50s, I'd well, say. Well, if we're talking about chron- uh, chronologically, 1940s is when they spotted Godzilla. That's, yeah, after the Bikini Atoll. Uh, tests or something. Well, they were trying to kill Godzilla. Okay, so yeah, they they at least knew since the 40s that Titans existed, but we'd sort of lived alongside them for years and nobody noticed. If we, as a species, didn't really take notice of giant monsters living across the across the world building a secret uh, maglev transport thing... <laughs> Come on. At any rate... Um, uh, but so they and they find these like while they're down there on sub level thirty three they find these like pods that they're going to be shipping stuff in and when 
they have to hide in there when people start start they coming find in. The oh, you you talking about the pods? Okay, no, you talking about the transport units? Yes, the that's that, that, that's what I mean. The yeah. transport units. Uh, they're just sort of looking looking at it, but then another door starts opening. They're like, "Oh shit!" They go, they jump in there to hide, and then they find out, "Oh, this is just the, the this is just the shipping guys." They're like, "All right, let's pack this stuff up and, and move it." The hatch closes, and then they're suddenly shipped out. But they, you forgot about the freakout point when they walk in and they look at the skull skull chasers, the skull crawler eggs, skull crawler eggs, basically. And yeah. they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta get out of here!" And then they shut the door and they're like, "Ah." Oh. Yeah. I was I, I was think, getting there. But you see, got I there kept first. thinking this. I kept thinking that like, watch one of these eggs is gonna crack, and I was wrong. Yeah, but I thought that's where they were gonna go with that. Same, but I, I just love how how the thing went six hundred five six hundred and fifty some odd miles per hour. Didn't crush the body of spleens. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. They have some real good inertial dampeners on that. And <laughs> then I'm gonna go for number two for this one. So they're freaking out, going, "Oh my god, there's monsters in here." Two minutes later, I want to sit here and read my book. Well, here's the thing: I think even at those speeds, it's gonna take some time to cross the entire half the half a world away. Yeah, but I'd be probably much freaking out the whole entire time with giant uh, little baby monster eggs in there. I think after a while, you'd realize, okay, they're not hatching. That's I wonder if I have YouTube down here. That's the moment, <laughs> the moment you let your guard down. Is the moment they kill you. Yeah, but you know. That's not the sort of movie logic they were using here. Yeah, that's true. They were going for rule of funny right there. <laughs> they cut, they cut back, and they're just like swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> I wonder if I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through Tinder while I'm down here. Swipe left. Uh, uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, if it was me, I was like, so how far to Hong Kong? Yeah. Oh, that. Okay, good. Uh, I'll just sit here on my phone. Mm. Uh, but so they go. But meanwhile, back at Hollow Earth. They convince Kong to go into the into the hole to go down into Hollow Earth by having Native Girl uh, sign to him that your family could be down there. Yeah, I was like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, and well, it works. <laughs> and so then they hop into their little hovercraft things and uh, follow him. And along the way, they pass through the breach. Apparently, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> when that when that scene happened, I I was glancing over your way, <laughs> Zeke, to see see what your reaction was. But you were wearing your mask, so I couldn't really see. If oh you, no! You had a smile. I was smiling the whole time. Like I said before, if every one of these Godzilla movies, the moment Godzilla or any other giant kaiju, the only one it didn't happen for was Kong. That was Pacific Rim music. I know it. <laughs> Well, I mean, Pacific Rim is, is generic kaiju music, so it yeah. makes sense. Well, except the for Godzilla, mostly what they were playing was a variation of the classic Godzilla theme. You know, bah, 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 and, all, and that's that sort of thing. But, yeah. Uh, but any, at any rate, they successfully passed through the breach into uh, the Antiverse. No, wait, sorry, I mean the Hollow Earth. Uh, which is still pretty weird, because gravity is all... Screwed up. There's in there. ground below you and above you, and there are rocks floating around in places too. Yeah, that when Kong got up to one of them, he just looked down, looked up, and went poke. Yep, and he's just sort of like, "Oh, I could jump up there." That's exactly what he did. Well, and he they got to fight a he got to fight a couple of uh, weird ass uh, flying snake things. Yes. Well, um, yeah. I mean, he took one, spun around, slammed it into a wall. And this, killed it. The other one, he kind of struggled with a little bit, because it tried to strangle him with his wing. Well, it tried to strangle him with his tail, and then suffocate him with his with its wing. 
And that's when the, you know, scientist guy was just sort of like, open fire. <laughs> and just, blah, 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 blah. And they, they peppered the, the flying snake thing with some missiles, uh, which loosened its grip enough for Kong to be like, yeah, I'm going to rip your head off now. <laughs> And then and then eat your and then you see, eat your you see, brain. You see, you see, Kong doesn't eat, doesn't drink from the skulls of his enemies. He eats from them. He was sort of just drinking all of the soup that came out of that thing. Kong was, like, he was no, just this, he this Kong one. was literally like got like Juggernaut in Deadpool two. I'm gonna rip you in half now. If I and then did so and then was just like glug glug glug. I wonder if I do my math. Right. If I did my math right. If I did I said 650 did max and did a map search from. Pennsylvania. This, no, not Pennsylvania, Florida, but whatever. It was uh, 12 hours and 5 minutes. That's because of how fast they were going. 650 miles So it hour. would have taken half a day. Yeah, half a day. You would have calmed down after a while. You would have just run out of energy and passed out on the floor. Probably passed out, yeah. I would have <laughs> And then you would have woken up, started panicking again. We'd slap you in the face, and then you'd we, you'd eventually calm down enough. They were just like, here, here. Look, you know, you, know, you, so, can, you can play Fortnite in here. Stop it. <laughs> a basic airplane fight with me is what we're talking about right now? Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> if we ever do manage to get you on a plane, that's basically what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna trank you, wheel you onto the plane. No, we're gonna do to him what the A team did to Mr. T. That's what I couple, said. It's give just... him a cup of milk, drug him, and then punch me in the face, <laughs> asshole. No, because remember they they drug him and Mr. T punched him in the face. It was, there were drugs in there. wasn't working fast enough. Yeah, well, yeah, that's basically what we do. Except there wouldn't be any punching. We just trank you up. <laughs> Wheel you onto the plane, strap you into a chair, and then when when you wake up, just sort of like sit, you know, sit down. If you panic, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna solve anything. And anyway, and well, anyway, but yes, um, back to the uh, back to the. So they're in Hollow Earth, and Kong eventually finds his throne, and his apparently the apparently the Kongs had a had a throne room of sorts. I was really disappointed from that though. What is that? Because they didn't show more monsters. They did like a little montage of him walking around. So you mm-hmm. had the snake guy, the crab guy, the funky looking fish monster, lizard monster who ate the crab guy. Look at the cow and look, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot about that for a second. <laughs> I was expecting more of a, uh, you know. Kong having to fight his way to get to get there, maybe? Well, fight his way. Like, like monsters that will look at Kong because this is. They've seen something like him before, and probably been, nope. Yeah, that's I did, was sort of getting that impression that it's just sort of like in Hollow Earth, the Kongs are king. Yes, and uh, and so yeah, him just sort of swinging through and, and but, but ambling how, his way through Hollow Earth, they're all just sort of like the king has returned. But, <laughs> but seeing as how it, you know, it <laughs> seems like there has been a member of his species down there in a very very long time yeah but so of course the those species probably forgot the kongs i don't know that that's necessarily the case i think the the kong species are generally considered an alpha level titan but they're mostly they've mostly for uh eons been in the hollow earth until kong's particular you know until something happened they moved back up there but when he comes comes through and kills a couple of those uh, the flying snake things, they're just sort of like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I think those flying snake things are Final Fantasy monsters. I mean, most of them probably are. Yeah. So does this mean that when Kong... When, uh, Kong or Monster him? Hunter World. Right, they found the new world. <laughs> oh, my. We are not talking about that. No. <laughs> 
Anyway. About what? I was making a Monster Hunter no, World no, reference. Like, oh, no, yeah, they're, not, they're not acknowledging that. <laughs> oh, the they're movie. Acknowledging what? <laughs> no, no. I don't know what you're talking about, so. Oh, yeah, you no, do. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, nope. Not talking about any video game movies whatsoever. Which video game movie? Not talking about. We're talking about Resident Evil. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At least that's better I thought you were talking about Monster Hunter. Ah, my ears! <laughs> <laughs> we have reached the trolling Zeke part portion of this. Of this, uh, but um, and Kong walks in. And he's just sort of like my father's axe, <laughs> which was made out of a uh, dorsal plate from one of Godzilla's species. Yep, and he basically. Walks, you know, has a seat in his throne with the axe by his side, and then finally he's he's like, "Oh, what's hey? There's this uh, indentation in the floor that looks like my looks like my father's axe. I'm gonna see what happens if I put put it in there, and it starts charging up like a, absorbing some of the life energy or whatever is in the hollow earth." Oh, they said it was like the radiation that was that yeah essentially is a part of that area yeah and. That causes the the dorsal fin thing to start uh, charging up, and now we need to rewind back to side story thing with Maddie and conspiracy guy and Firefist, uh, and when they get to the Hong Kong facility, they still somehow manage to avoid getting noticed for a while, but then they uh, find, uh, but then they walk into what conspiracy guy at first thinks is like a sacri- sacrificial pit. Sort of is, I guess, because there's a they they when the lights come on, they find a whole bunch of giant like hatches all over the wall, and then Apex uh, CEO guys just are like, "All right, time to do another test." Cue Mecha Godzilla, and his like scientist guy straps himself into the Matrix to to pilot it. <laughs> or no, sorry, he's drifting. That's what he's doing. Yes, he's drifting. There was drifting involved, <laughs> except. We then find out later... I love how his eyes roll in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, and the test is basically they release a skull crawler in, in there. And Mechagodzilla, you know, grabs it and, like, cuts it in half with the laser before it runs out of power. This is what they needed need the uh, hollow earth energy for, is to power up this thing. Uh, they need to find the right energy wavelengths that they can somehow replicate... Don't ask me how that works exactly, but you know, hey, we're not supposed to think about it because big monster. No, no, get straight. It's not big monster for science. That too. No, but it's just like again, it's just like all these little like inconsistencies. Is like I don't think you can quite replicate an energy wavelength unless you can generate that much power. But whatever, big monster, I can overlook it. I'm not really trying to overthink this sort of thing. Uh, but while Maddie and her friends are are sneaking around the facility they find out that the drift the drifting that the the technology the science guy is doing he's drifting with a kaiju skull and not just any kaiju skull it's Ghidorah's skull the one that was recovered in the end credit scene for Kingdom and I'm wondering about that because we didn't see Charles Dance in in here that doesn't mean he's well I mean you don't really see a whole lot of the characters from the previous films yeah but he was the one who got his hands on Ghidorah's skull yeah there might be another piece of a skull remember there was three skulls this is true and the third one uh, basically got eaten by by Godzilla oh yeah Godzilla did no no two two of the heads were vaporized when Godzilla was going like full uh, red was going full full, full nuclear yeah Godzilla 
Because two of the heads were vaporized. He was uh, Red Godzilla. Yeah. As opposed to regular, um, like, Godzilla. And then the uh, the middle one survived. Until it ended up in Godzilla's mouth. Yeah, but earlier in the movie, Godzilla had ripped off one of his heads, and it just sort of fell into the ocean, and then Ghidorah just grew it back. Yeah. It was that other skull was the one I think Charles Dance got his hands yeah, on. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, so that, remember, remember, okay, so now that, that, that ties up that loophole for me. Because there was also the, uh, the fishermen who were just like, yeah, everything around here is dead now, and... The only thing we can we were able to get out of the ocean. Uh, that's the right thing? because that was at uh, ground zero of the oxygen destroyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but worst name ever. Well, except they took that name from the, from the original, original nineteen fifty four Godzilla. No, I understand that, but still a horrible name for a weapon, the oxygen destroyer. Because that's what it does. I know. <laughs> they were trying to think of something worse than a nuke. Yeah. All all the fault. Uh, all the fun without any of the fallout. Yep. A Moab, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then that's about when they finally get caught by by security. Favorite part about this movie? <laughs> they is... lock themselves in a they lock themselves in a glass lab. <laughs> glass lab locked themselves in. They get spotted. Conspiracy guy. Maintenance. Don't he, freak out. He's Don't. still wearing his like. He's still wearing his Apex Cybernetics uh, engineers. I'm level two. Don't worry about it. Don't freak out. Probationary. Dude, dude uh, she she's getting security. Security point guns. We can't hear you. And the we, guy just presses a button. It's like open the door. No, he didn't push a button. Yeah, he pressed a button on his side to basically turn the like the communications off. Oh, I thought you, I didn't see the button push. Yeah, he pressed it. It's like open the door. He's like I can yell, you know. I like how he's he still trying to beg off, and then they just shoot the glass like out. He's like, he, "Okay." I like how he describes the one woman who is just like the lady with the evil, evil person with the hair. villain hair. With the villain hair, yeah. <laughs> it was just some random uh, lab lab person, but and then they get brought before Apex CP, CEO guy, um, and around. But by this time, as because uh, they they started powering up Mechagodzilla. That brought Godzilla to uh, Hong Kong because he said Godzilla felt a disturbance in the force. Basically, but at that point in time, they had the power source. They hadn't yet gotten the power source. I think it was when they first fired up the Mecha Godzilla that we saw, and as it was shutting down, the eye started doing the doing the Ghidorah call again. But remember, because when he started doing the whole talking with the kids, that's when he died. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Now we're gonna rewind back again. Okay. We're we're sort of jumping back and forth. That's why I hate subplots <clears throat> in a movie. Anyway, um, Godzilla, you know, has has been on his way to Hong Kong, reaches Hong Kong, and then Kong does the thing with the axe, and because it, you know, the the Godzilla uh, scale started lighting up, Godzilla's like, what? You dare? <laughs> and basically, you summon me. So basically, atomic breaths a hole through the inti- through the earth all the way to Hollow Earth, and then pokes his head through the hole. Is just like, bitch, we gonna do this again? <laughs> no. And Kong's just like, damn right we are. <laughs> grabs his grabs his axe and starts climbing his way up. <laughs> but the problem is, when Kong leaves, all the other uh, Titans in there were just suddenly like, oh hey, snacks. <laughs> Well, she also started digging at the point in time. Oh yeah, um, CEO CEO's daughter, uh, you know, the, uh, took a sample of the of the stuff that they needed to for the energy source. Downloaded the 
the data on the energy wavelengths with, and sent it back to Papa, and then they used that to power uh, Mechagodzilla. Because science works that way in the MonsterVerse. You can reverse engineer anything, so all yeah. you need is a wavelength or a piece of string. Preferably both. Yeah. But if you're going to use a string, it's got to be red string, and you've got to have the big board of crazy. <laughs> Oh, and it has insert insert meme from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> the guy's like, have, hey. it has to have the word MacGuffin written in there somewhere. Yeah, because uh, that's always uh, how they get the humans involved in this somehow. Yes. Uh, but there are people in this movie. At any rate, they you know, Hollow Earth guy and uh, Kong scientist and native girl manage to escape. None, nobody else does. Uh, villain daughter. Starts trying to escape in her hovercraft, and then Kong just sort of grabs her. No, and just no, like, no, no! They made the stupid ass decision yes! to shoot at Kong. All they had to do was fly past them, and they would have gotten out. And they shot him, and Kong just turns around, and is like, "The fuck you doing? Crush!" <laughs> he just literally crushed it like a tin can. Yeah, yeah and the, meanwhile, me, no, like he holds it up to his eye, looks inside, and it's like, like, "Oh, you're not, you're not, the, you're not the girl that I like." And then so, he said, and then, she, and then the, she's in there going, "No, no, 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 crush." Yep. Uh, and then he jumps through the hole to go fight Godzilla, yeah. <clears throat> and so we got round two as Godzilla and Kong square off. They're both like doing this, basically doing their equivalent of like the sumo stomp thing get, getting ready like Godzilla plants his feet and roars at him Godzilla yeah, well, he, well, he, and, you know Kong throws his axe down punches the ground and is just like bring it on and he grabs his axe and charges <laughs> it's just yeah uh yeah and the it's, it's funny because the first fight was more, done more in Godzilla's element which was the water mm-hmm. this was more in Kong's element which was on ground mm-hmm. but Godzilla is still able to fight on the ground uh, but I think he's more cap- more capable of fighting in the but water instead. Yeah. Well, it's just that's his advantage. It's like he can also fight in in water. Yeah. And if the fight happens to take place in water, Godzilla's going to win. On ground, without an axe in his hand, Kong doesn't still doesn't stand stand a chance. But he did here <laughs> because he had the he had this the axe, and because uh, it's made out of a Godzilla scale. When Godzilla tries to do his atomic fire breath, uh, he just blocks it with the axe and charges it up. Because the entire time I was thinking to myself, I was like, they made an axe, but they neglected to make a shield. Apparently the axe doubles as a shield. Yeah. Um, but we did get... Uh, Someone with the material is made out of that way. Because you have the... You have the some, other, some other titan bone, I think. Yeah, because yeah, the bone, was... you have the, the scale... Then it must be some kind of titan gut vein or something like that to hold the thing in place. Probably. So that way it doesn't melt by atomic breath. Probably. Heck, maybe the maybe the Kong folks uh, or the Kong people just used Godzilla guts to make the rest of that. Maybe that bone is a Godzilla bone. Mm, possibly. At any rate, um, so they had round two, and Kong does have to run away for quite a bit as Godzilla is just spamming his atomic. Bo- Fire breath. It's like a fight. It's actually a fighting game. Yeah. Hey, look, I have range attack. I'm just constantly shooting things at you. He's and you're like, stop it. It was like Street Fighter. Hadouken, Hadouken, Hadouken. Stop no, spamming it. In this case, it was more like Shinku. Hadouken. Yeah, like the, the super attack version. And it was just cutting through buildings like crazy. I got I had Shin Godzilla vibes off of that. Yeah, so did I. 
I was like, oh god, is he gonna start shooting a beam out of his tail now? I was half expecting that from Mechagodzilla towards the end there. Same here. But at any rate, uh, more dragons were than Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. Any rate, um, yeah, I get I get what you're, where you're going with that, but uh, eventually Kong gets the upper hand, beats down Godzilla, and you know Godzilla's just sort of lying there for a bit, like the fuck just hit me, <laughs> and Kong just sort of snorts and walks away. And, uh, but then Godzilla gets back up and it's just sort of like, all right, you know, sort of does the equivalent of like cracking his neck. It's like round three. <laughs> now I know what you can do. You ain't going to get the chance. And Godzilla wins round three. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because, uh, Kong does manage to embed the axe into, I think it was his hip. Yeah. Into Godzilla's hip. And then... Godzilla like sends him flying back, and Godzilla literally just looks down, grabs the axe with his mouth, and then rips it. He straight. rips it out and flings it out, and embeds it into a building somewhere. And then after that, Kong's just like, "Okay, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get that just yet. Give me a minute." Yep. And so Godzilla, at one point in time, he's just like crawling around on the ground like a damn gator, and. Kong is literally hiding on top of a building. Yeah. He's just standing on the top with a crane in his hand. And, you know, he chucks it at, at uh, Godzilla or he, over Godzilla's head so that when it hits the building, Godzilla turns in that direction. And then he jumps him, grabs him in a headlock and just starts wailing away on him. Uh, I was wondering if we were going to get to see like a, a, like, a, like a monster suplex or something in there. Monster chokes them. We got a bunch of like judo throws practically with with some of it, some of it. But uh, Godzilla eventually gets the upper hand on Kong, just keeps beating on him, and then just dislocates his arm and then just pins him down with his foot, and it's just like screams in his face, just sort of like, "Bitch, stay down!" I, I love how these things are supposed I, to be primitive monsters, and they're so fucking small. Oh well, yeah. Well, Kong. Well, think about. In terms of, like, gorillas or chimpanzees also. Any of the great apes. They're very intelligent. They know how to use tools. That's why Kong uses tools. Yeah. Um, but he also knows how to... We, we, uh, we insert his shoulder from being dislocated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. We my, saw that later, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to say what my favorite part about that whole scene was when we get to it. All right. But, yeah. Uh, Kong, is, Kong is shown to be very intelligent, and that, but then Godzilla is also... Not stupid. Um, and it was after uh, Kong got finally got defeated. You know, Godzilla screaming in his face, and Kong musters up one last roar of defiance, but he can't get back up to keep fighting. And Kong, and then Godzilla just basically stands up, is like, "Yeah, I thought so, bitch," <laughs> and starts to leave. <laughs> and what did you say in the theater when Kong tried standing up? I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> yeah, Kong, Kong did. Kong did try to get back up, like he was going to keep fighting before he just collapsed again. And I, was, I turned to Chris. I was just like, I didn't hear no bell, <laughs> and you started laughing your ass off because I got the reference. Uh, and that's when uh, they decide to fire up Mecha Godzilla, and Apex CEO does his little villain speech thing, talking about how he he was you know doing all this so that ma- so that mankind you know meaning him could be the could be the alpha once again. Uh, and he's while... talking with his eyes shut the entire time. Meanwhile, no, he's, his eyes weren't shut. He was he was just facing them he was and not the window. 
No, but no, because when they started walking away, I looked at his face and I realized I was like, his eyes are shut. He yeah, he was just lost in his own magnificence at that point. And they were like, because they see Mechagodzilla powering up and then just like looking through the window at him. It wasn't just that. You could see on the computer screens just next to the to the CEO that the pilot had been disconnected and the, there was a computer AI malfunction. Yep. And I was just sort of like, yeah, this is why you don't play around with stuff that's made from Ghidorah. You don't you don't try to make a kaiju mecha hybrid. It never works. It's like in the uh, the third except, uh, except from Pacific Rim two. That's what I'm talking about. It works. It it's, like, it's like it's like in works. the they would have got away if it wasn't for the fact that they put the 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 feedback loop in the in the programming at the end. Yeah, but but they but they they were making a kaiju mecha hybrid and it got hijacked and it went and it and they all went they all went. Uh, went evil. They went evil because it's part of the plan. The yes. kaiju, they weren't, the bad guy compilation didn't know they had kaiju in them, remember? They thought it was just Fair. tech. Okay. And then bad guy put, put the, the Yes, but, in. you know, at any rate, you know, making a, me- making a mix of them is never going to go well for the humans. Yeah. Well, okay. It's not the first time that's happened with Mega Godzilla. I think it was the third Mega Godzilla. This is the, the Mega Godzilla film that they made after Godzilla Millennium. Mm. Or, Godzilla 2000 is what we know it as, where they took the bones from the original 1954 Godzilla and then built Mechagodzilla around it. So the skeleton was literally the skeleton for Mechagodzilla. And then its memories came back after it heard Godzilla's roar and was just like, I used to be him. (laughs) I once was a man, a monster. (laughs) So it's not the first time that this is happening. It's just that this is the first time that they used Ghidorah. Now, granted, there was the, uh, when they brought in uh, Mecha King Ghidorah, Mecha King Ghidorah was made from what, basically, leftovers of Mecha Godzilla and what was left of Ghidorah at the time. They yeah. just merged them together. Um, at any rate, Mecha Godzilla goes crazy. Uh, poor, poor, dumb idiot that was drifting with him. <laughs> but my favorite part of that was man, I think it hit the rest of speech. Yes, that's right. As uh, you know, as Mechagodzilla is turning towards the control center, uh, you know, Maddie and Conspiracy Guy and uh, Firefist are all backing backing away from, from him. Uh, the guy finally opens his eyes and he's like, "What?" And he turns and sees Mechagodzilla lash out and basically just destroys that, the front half of the control center, kills the CEO guy, and that's when Conspiracy Guy is just like. <laughs> I wanted to hear the rest of that speech. <laughs> you know, he was pro- he probably had his his phone like recording oh, yeah. it. <laughs> Which we should mention the fact this man has old school flip phone and a conspiracy theory thing taking pictures with his flip phone. Because and you know what I I have an explanation for why he would use a flip phone instead of instead of like a modern day well, yeah, smartphone. Government, government watches his phone. Exactly. That's a, that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised though it was a flip phone and wasn't like like a Nokia thirty four forty. I'm surprised they didn't plug the new Razor in that thing. Yeah, is it, is old, the old Razor phones they brought them back now. Uh, yeah, that's so. Yeah, so I had to look this one up because I was I heard, the guy who was like the pilot for Mechagodzilla. I heard mm-hmm. his name, but I was just like I wasn't sure. Uh-huh. He's supposed to be the son of the uh, the scientist, the Japanese scientist. From, yeah, huh? He's the son. I of... I thought. It sounded like his name was Sarazawa, but it was always like, yeah, just sort of glossed over. I didn't quite catch it. Yeah, but when I heard it, I was just like, I need to look that up when we get back to the house. Yep. Um, 
And so Mechagodzilla blasts his way out of the Apex facility, which is underneath the mountain in Hong Kong, because of course it is. Yep. And you know, literally just cuts its way out with the with its uh, laser breath, and starts uh, starts coming out. And Godzilla by this point was starting starting to leave, and it was just like turns is like, oh, that's right, you're why I'm here. <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting something, man. I, I'm thinking about and, and, then the, and then he hears the mecha roar, and he's like, oh yeah. I gotta show you. I gotta remind you who's boss around here. And Mechagodzilla's like, "Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm the final boss." He's on my, sorry, cool. New challenger. <laughs> yeah, a new challenger has entered the arena, and Mechagodzilla starts kicking Godzilla's ass. Well, he is much bigger. Mm-hmm. And though I do wonder how that much that must have hurt. Well, like, think about this: you're fighting your a copy of yourself, as me out metal, and your first move is to spear him. That's gotta hurt like a summer bitch. Mm. But then again, these are titans. Still gotta hurt like a summer bitch. True. Meanwhile, Kong is lying there and he's dying. Uh, native girl can basically, you know, by pressing her hand against the against like a surface, can hear his heartbeat, which she, made me so think of freaking Snowpiercer. So. <laughs> um, but the field of in the ground. yeah, and you know, so his heart is slowing, and she's like, she's you know, worried about this and. They're like, how are we gonna get him back on his feet? You know, to jumpstart his heart, it would take more. It would take more power than. And then the Hollow Earth guys like then uh, that enough power to power Las Vegas for for a month. And he turns to the hovercraft, which had been mentioned earlier in the movie, had you know that much had that much power. So you can be impressed anytime now. They, they they yeah they slip that little like nugget of information in there. I'm like, that's probably gonna be important. But I, then I just sort of forgot about it until that moment. I was like, oh yeah. Foreshadowing! And so he pilots the thing, you know, puts it on Kong's chest and overloads it, jumps jumps off and starts running as, you know, it's literally like, clear! Why did he yell it? Well, and maybe he did, but it got swallowed up by the explosion of the thing. And Kong just sort of gets to his feet. He's like, oh my god, what the hell's going on? He looks around. He sees uh, and he sees Native Girl, who's just sort of like Godzilla is not your enemy. That and points at Mecha Godzilla. The Mecha is just like that is enemy. And uh, Godzilla friend, big metal one enemy. Yeah, basically. And so he's just sort of like, okay, puts his shoulder, <laughs> relocates his shoulder uh, by okay. slamming it against a building. So I gotta tell you what my favorite part was in terms of him doing that was he literally prepared himself by going. Uh, and then he grabs his axe and goes back and jumps into the fray and the two of them it's tag team against against mecca and mecca still manages to get the upper hand at one point and but kong is like trying to fight him off and godzilla gets up from where he got knocked down it's just like hey blasts his axe with his atomic breath and then and then godzilla and kong's like Oh yeah, and then just starts hacking limbs off. <laughs> rips, uh, rips Mecha's head off, complete with spinal cord, and lifts it up. And I'm just, and I l- turned to both Cat and Chris. I was like, Kong wins, fatality. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's funny how you normally it's it's Godzilla who beats Mecha Godzilla, except for that time where he had King Caesar's assistance. Mm. Um, so this, I think this is actually the first time that another kaiju defeated 
Mecha Godzilla. Well, and I think that led into the their final sort of like stare down after after that as Kong is like holding it holding it up and with it with his axe and everything, and then Godzilla roars and the two of them just sort of glare at each other, and then Kong, and then Godzilla's like, fine, <laughs> just leaves. Why well, he drop his axe? Yeah, yeah. It's like Kong put the axe down. It's like we can do this again. <laughs> It's like Captain America. I can do this all day. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I was kind of thinking about it from the second from the uh, second movie of Godzilla. Remember, they started charging the weapons, and he got aggressive. Same and as soon as they put the weapons down, Godzilla's like, I, I think he realized the same thing. Because remember, once the ship stopped moving, because Khan was still kind of conscious for that. He's like, I don't want to keep fighting, so I want to just put my weapon down. It's just sort of like. I don't want to fight you. Yeah. You're the one who keeps coming looking for a fight. And if you want to fight, we'll go. But yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> That's why he put his weapon down. I, I had forgotten about that about that moment. Uh, with the Monarch facility finally powering down its weapons. And then Godzilla's like... You know, sort of, sort of like watching you. And then just leaves. <laughs> you know, uh, but it was like... So when it was just Godzilla versus Kong, Godzilla won. Yes. He was the winner, but it was because Kong helped him out when he was in a pinch, and he finally put down the axe, and then finally Godzilla was like, okay, tell you what, you go back go back down into your hole, you can be king down there, but up here, I'm king. <laughs> and so Godzilla just slinks back off into the, into the ocean, uh, Kong goes back down to Hollow Earth, where... You know, Monarch sets up a monitoring station for him. It's just like, heads up, he's going for his morning walk. <laughs> morning walk slash swing. Yep. And cue the end of the cue the end of the movie. We didn't. There wasn't a stinger like we were all hoping. Yeah, like I I had sworn I read somewhere that there was going to be a uh, after credit scene because Skull Island had one, King of the Monsters had one. So I was like, okay, you know, I understand maybe the reason why they weren't going to do one for the for the uh, 2014 Godzilla film, but uh, I thought that I could have sworn they were going to do something to set up like the next film for this one. Yeah, well, we don't know what what the next phase uh, for the MonsterVerse would necessarily be. So phase two of the MonsterVerse. <laughs> yeah, we got the we got the Godzilla versus Kong. Like, what's next? I don't know. Uh, the uh, Mothra solo movie. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke's just over Zeke's just over here shaking his head. After watching Moth, I mean, you don't get me wrong, Moth was a good opponent, but it's like no Moth. The funny thing is that there are like three solo Mothra films. Yeah, I know, but there's even a Rodan one, and I think a King Ghidorah one also. But yeah. these are all like the Japanese ones. Yeah, but regardless, it was good fun. It was good fun. Wait, you know who they need to find a way to bring into this universe? Who? Gamera. <laughs> Maybe that's who the goofy looking fish <laughs> fish was in Halloween. Yes! <laughs> Granted, Gamera's not owned by Toho. So? so? <laughs> Neither is Pacific Rim. And people are talking about trying to do a crossover. Oh my god. That's... I want it. Well, you gotta keep in mind, most of the moves that Mechagodzilla was using was from Gypsy Danger. He had the, he had the freaking plasma cannon, he had the walking fists. I mean, obviously it wasn't he, so much a rocket fist as so much as he had rockets on his back. No, like, really, one of the moves you saw his his fist come out. He had sort of rockets like all over the back side of him. Yeah, but still, but, including some on the back back of his of his arm. Fist is more 
right? Yeah, plasma fist. He didn't really shoot anything with it. Yeah. Didn't he drop kick Godzilla at one point? In time? He I was. Think? He did kick him in the face. I think. I don't think he did a full on drop kick though. Kong did. He did some powering moves on that shit. <laughs> but talking to Pacific Rim, might as well talk about it here. Uh, if you if you listen to our podcast about Pacific Rim: The Black season one, they have now confirmed they are working on season two. Oh my god. That's going to be another binge all by itself. Oh, I yeah. so can't wait for that. And once again, when it drops, you'll probably watch it before we have a chance to sit down and do a, do a proper binge cast for it. <coughs> I'm sick. COVID. COVID. Can't, can't come to work for two no, weeks. No, COVID's going to no, be no, gone no, by no. then. See, in your case, Fingers crossed. <laughs> no, in your case, just call, call work and tell them you can't get off the toilet. They'll believe you. <laughs> this is true. And, and you, do have, of, you do have a rep. And, and the words of uh, Jeff uh, Jeff when you have explosive diarrhea. No, he said that explosive diarrhea was his favorite one to use. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't one of his redneck things. That was just another bit that yeah, he had. Yeah, I know. I wasn't saying it was um, my redneck. Yeah, I definitely liked, I did, I did like this, you know. And there were times I'm just sort of sat there, just sort of like, really? Really? You know? Yeah. But, but at the same time, I was just like, I'm willing to overlook it because I'm still having a good time. But <laughs> It's an entertaining film. The plot wasn't that good, but it was entertaining. It's then again, a popcorn movie. That's yeah, yeah exactly. And then again, I'm not looking for a great plot. I'm looking, because Big, Big Monster. Monster. <laughs> I keep coming back to that, but that is the thing that excuses a whole lot for this. <laughs> the only thing I have to say is, I please, stop making universes now. I mean... I, I do, or like, if you're gonna do a cinematic universe, don't try to hit the ground running like DC did. Well, no, I'm, I'm tired of universes. Yes, we can make make continuing movies. We can make tie-ins. That's fine. But, but cross franchise cinematic universe. Don't stuff. make yeah. It's like making hey, we're gonna make what's we boot Robocop, and while we're at it, we're gonna bring Terminator in, and we're gonna make a universe for that. No, no, that just, was a video game for the Super Nintendo. Just. Stick with a movie franchise and, and, go. and see the MonsterVerse did it the right way because mm-hmm. with Godzilla 2014 it was just Godzilla. Yeah, there were the Mudos in there, but they didn't try to front load too much. Yeah, Kong Skull Island kind of stood stood by itself. Monarch didn't really get name dropped until the Stinger. No, Monarch was uh, that was okay, but John the, Goodman dropped it early on. Okay, in the film. That, that's that's true, but the you know the revelation that there were these other uh, titans out there, like King Ghidorah and stuff, didn't get dropped until the Stinger. Yeah, it's like it was a loose connection, kind of like how in The Incredible Hulk when Tony Stark walked in, walked in at the end, or earlier in the movie when the military is getting the sonic cannons you see a stark industries logo pop you also see the uh, super soldier serum in that film too yep that's true they bring up the super soldier project um all of all of these things you know that's how marvel did it and the monsterverse did it has been doing it similarly you know little breadcrumbs along the way i mean in a weird way toho did kind of have it sort of had a cinematic universe back in like I guess I could say the 60s and the 70s. Mm-hmm. Again, when they did their Godzilla versus King Kong film. Uh, when they brought in Jet Jaguar for, I think, one or two films. That was the that was the movie where uh, Godzilla literally did the flying dropkick to the monster. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that clip. But yeah, but it's like, uh, nowadays, if you're going to do a cinematic universe like this, you got to sort of build it, build it up slowly. Don't try to front load it. Like DC did, 
you know, with uh, with Man of Steel and then and, and, and then Dawn of Justice. You know, they tried to front load way too much, and the Dark Universe. Remember the remake of the Mummy with Tom Cruise? Yeah, their biggest mistake was having Tom Cruise. That was pro- that wasn't that 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 was that was a mistake. But they also they they shoved in way too much with the um, the Jekyll and Hyde, Jekyll and Hyde, and the organization that he was a part of. I can't remember the name of it, but they were like studying all of these like monsters and stuff from the the classic Universal movie monsters. And the sad thing is that Universal had their own cinematic universe in the 30s. Yes. And, it and, was probably the first shared universe. Yeah. But, you know, when they did Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, and mm-hmm. they did the all, House of Frankenstein and House of Dracula films where they had all the monsters in it. And if they hadn't tried to front load the mummy with all of that stuff, if they just made it a standalone movie, maybe towards the end you, you get introduced to... Uh, you get introduced to the organization. That's when you meet Dr. Jekyll. But maybe he's not yet Mr. Hyde. Maybe he hasn't started injecting himself with the serum or whatever to suppress it. Because that, as soon as that happened, I was like, that, that, that's like way too much. You could have just built up to him suddenly turning evil because of his experiments. Or <clears throat> the problem with me is I never saw that movie because like, when I kept thinking The Mummy. I'm not thinking of The Mummy you guys are thinking of. I'm thinking of The Mummy with uh, Brendan Fraser. Yes. I'm like, why would you reboot that? Just leave it alone. An, Ar- an Arnold Vosloo, yeah. yeah. Well, if you really think about it, the Brandon Fraser one was a reboot also. True. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I was thinking the same thing when, uh, you know, it's just like, you're rebooting it already? What? No. <laughs> but, regardless, don't front load your cinematic universes. It just doesn't work too, work too well. Leave little breadcrumbs and, and plot hooks for future stuff, sure, but don't try to front load too much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, definitely enjoyed uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I will say this, though. I really, really liked how they did the logo for the film in the movie because it reminded Aww. me... No, no, no. <laughs> it's just that the way... Because I, I watched... I've, I've seen a lot of the Japanese ones. Um, and uh, like uh, Godzilla vs. Destroya, for instance, the way the logo popped up, it was... Granted, it was all in Japanese, but oh. you see... Godzilla's name pop up first. You see the story's name pop up, and then right between it, the verses pops up between it right afterwards. So I got a lot of like the old school Japanese era yeah. Godzilla films vibes off of just the logo alone. When with it the flickering, up. with the flashing colors like behind it, backlit. Yeah, sort of it, like I was just like, okay, okay. I, I liked, I liked how the logo popped up. I was like, nice, nice. Um, definitely would recommend seeing it. Um, we would not recommend going to necessarily see it in the theaters if you are concerned about COVID, because you are probably going to end up with people coughing, coughing in it. Or you just do what we did and uh, sit in the far back and make and pray that you don't have people sitting around you that might have it. And make sure you take your your pill to make sure that you do not get annoyed by any small thing. And don't go looking for your friend in the bathroom. <laughs> that's 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 an insider joke we're not going to get into uh and also make sure that the doors at the back of the theater are shut so you're not hearing the music from the indian movie well, I, <laughs> next I door it, i think i figured out why they left them open for us though 
Because keep in mind with the whole COVID thing, they kind of want to get as much circulation as possible. I, I, that's fair. That's why I walk back there. I'm like, nope, not dealing with this shit. I close our door. I'm like, hell no. Did you actually do that? Oh, yes, fuck he yeah. did. That's when we start going. And that's the crazy. I saw I hear Indian bullshit. I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I put my mask back on. Not up. I saw, I saw him around, get up, and I was like, I saw you get up, but I was like, okay, maybe he has to use the bathroom or no. something. No. And I saw him come right back, and, and then I realized, oh, I'm not hearing the Indian music yeah. anymore. I just looked. Like, <laughs> over at Danny and he did, or Zeke and he just nodded and yep. sat back down and I was like and I was just like I okay. didn't know that's what you got <laughs> oh I'm so annoyed like, like why anyway I remember I looked over at uh, at Jay I was like, you think we should go next door to the movie theater and tell them to turn it down <laughs> <laughs> you said that like as the trailer started I think yeah um I want to do. I want to do a reaction on trailer some of these days because I, I swear. Are yeah, you guys but, looking forward to that space jam? Because you, from your, your reaction, uh, from my reaction, I was just, like, I was just like, eh. I was just like. Tr- truthfully, eh. I want to know what it would have been like if we got the actual original sequel idea for Space Jam, where it was going well, to be called. That that that's a discussion for another time. We don't necessarily have, this is because this is already at like a, an hour and. Uh, 16 minutes, so we should probably start wrapping this up. Clearly, they're here to hear us talk about things. <laughs> but um, we can talk about trailers and stuff afterwards. Yeah, the Space Jam 2 one, I'm just like, eh. But uh, highly recommend scoping this out if you'd like to see big giant monsters fight. And giant robots. Don't forget giant ro- there was a yep. giant robot. There was a giant robot. So Zeke's happy. Yeah. No, I'd be even more happy if next thing you know you hear Mechagodzilla walk and it's a big old walk. I'm like, I'm done! I'm literally done! <laughs> yeah, we were joking uh, when uh, about what we were expecting in the stinger, that like suddenly a breach opens, and then you see like Gypsy Danger walk through, and then you start hearing da-da-da, da-da-da, the Pacific Rim music start, oh start playing. No, I, think, I think at that point, Zeke could have died happy. Could you imagine this? They start paying out, and next thing you know, you see Gypsy Danger's hand come out from where they just dug the hole through. Yep. Oh my god, I would have lost it. There would have been a news article. Man loses his shit in at movie theaters. <laughs> Man literally shits himself in in movie theater. It's, it it would like you. It been like you and uh, with joy shits we, himself with joy. Even you when we went to go see Venom. You're sit- literally. I remember it because it was when he first turns into Venom and he, he's picking up the dude, and he goes, "We are Venom." You were sitting on the edge of your seat, and you about lost your shit in the theater. You, you know what movie theater? There's a thing I do when I'm at movie theater. I lean forward, and you can tell I saw doing that with Mega Godzilla problem. I lean forward, and here we go. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but yeah, if you had literally sh- sh- shit yourself in my car, then you would have been walking home. Like I said, uh, as we were walking back to the car, and. It's just sort of like, uh, if you got a fart, do it now. <laughs> Don't do it in my car. Not, uh, not my car. Yeah, not in my car. Hashtag not my car. Exactly. Uh, but yes, good. Go see it. You know, it's. Don't expect a great plot. Don't expect everything to necessarily make sense. Switch your brain off. Just enjoy it. Cause well, seriously, are you going to go see a Godzilla movie for the plot? No. Big monster. Exactly. I keep coming back to it. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> I guess the first popcorn, mo- first popcorn movie of the year. And now the fun's going to begin. It's not five episodes, story arc, go through <laughs> here. No, you're going in to see shit happen. Yep. 
which means there's two more coming around the corner for popcorn movies, and we cannot wait for them. Go ahead and let's name drop them now. We got, we got nobody that came out today, actually, I think, as well. Oh, I haven't heard too much about that you one. So I, nope. Uh, so I'll just go about a trailer later. Anyway. There was that one, and then the one I sent you, the the movie with uh, Jason with uh, Jason Statham. Oh yeah, the, um, that that one. I forget what it, I forget what it's called, but I saw that one, and it was and it was like Jason Statham. Okay, Guy Ritchie's directing it. Okay, you have my attention. You have my <laughs> attention now. But yeah, this, this popcorn season's out here, folks. We'll sit back and enjoy the ride. Yep. So, what's the next one we're going to go see? Black Widow? Probably. No, we're going to see uh, the Powerpuff Girl movie. Mm, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, so, for Chris and Zeke... Wrath of a Man. Wrath of a Man, that's, what it, that's the Jason Statham one. Uh, but, so, for Zeke and Chris, I am Jay, and we will see you next time. Maybe. Big Monster. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Bingecast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.